Hey guys, this is Jason and this is Carl, and we're having a conversation about current events uh, over lunch. So um, feel free to join in with us and listen to what's, what we're talking about here. So what are you saying, Carl? Well, I, for the most part, just wanting to help those who want to have the conversation understand. Um, I want to be cautious because I'm pretty sure I've done it before, but in this moment, it just, it's striking me. Uh, maybe there's even some places of repentance for me, but it's, it's, this is not a time to armchair quarterback, per se. And here's what I mean by that. There's a place for it. Hence the phrase I was telling somebody the other day. It's like, yeah, I'm watching TV and my quarterback throws an interception. You know, there are places. Um, but I find that, that the way we, we do that, especially with these posts and these images of Martin Luther King to kind of correct how people are expressing um, their pain, their anguish, their suffering, um, can come off as aloof to a certain extent. Because when I see an image of MIK with not a quote of him, but a quote of someone else is using his image, it's like, do we? when I see that as an as a, as African-American male, I'm thinking, oh, you want me to protest this way, but you don't understand what you're telling me is that this may cost you your life. Because that's what we hear. And then, you know, maybe that person would probably come back to me and be like, well, call things are different. No one would would take your life. Well, now you're missing the context. What are we talking about? What are we protesting about? So in the, in the minds of, of, I would say, a, 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 a number of people, and I know for me, if I'm telling, if I'm, if I'm protesting because I feel like I've been brutalized, what makes you think that I don't think that if I go out there peacefully, it won't happen as well? That, that's, that's, that's built in, in sometimes in our, in our mindset, good or bad. Better or worse, it's just that's just out. So, yeah, it's just been that part has probably been the most the, the part I've lamented the most. Just the use of his image to kind of arm tier quarterback. That's the way I see it, at least. Um, now that's just saying you you can't state, hey, I disagree with this. But to take it a step further, as the this is what you need to do. Frankly, I would be like, you coming with me? Well, I, I think that's where the whitewash history really damages a lot of good people. Because if we're not at the same place, we're not the same foundation of understanding what we're talking about, then we're kind of, then even if we have the same spirit, the same heart, the same desires, we can be saying two totally different things. We end up bumping heads. Because yep. like that, um, I think that's where we really, whether it be subversive, whether somebody intentionally like decided to sow in these ideas that are really hard to separate. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's so clever about the adversary's work and like, if it be it the spiritual adversary or some physical adversary in history to go through and like whitewash these things and kind of, you know, use a, a whiteout marker to like erase things from history and erase concepts 
so as to perpetuate the systems that we're in, you know, and so, um, but yeah, to your point, but I mean, on the bright side, people expressing their heartfelt perspectives, even though they might be wrong, exposes their error. Which gives us the ability to say, uh, I like that, yeah. but that's not exactly right. And and if their hearts are really open to truth and, and reality, when you respond and say, well, I appreciate you posting the MLK, but that's, this is how I feel about that, you know, then that gives them the opportunity to move forward. Because it, it seems like the more we um, live in our own little bubbles, the more we think that somehow, like, you know, like when I grew up, it was all about, like, just having, like, this kind of colorless, Unity, mm. you know what I mean, and which is I think a part of that like whitewashed history. Like let's just all be unified. Let's all yeah. be colorless. Yeah. You know, which is, is does all of us great injustice. You know, yeah. I think the only ground we really have to to have commonality on is that we are different, and to, and to celebrate that, recognize that, and then to utilize that to serve each other with, not to all of a sudden become colorless and um, unified in a way that dishonors our history, dishonors our culture, dishonors, you know. The, the, the suffering that we've experienced individually and corporately. Yeah, I understand it's tricky and um, uh, some of the posts that I've seen the people I know like I said, I, I, I don't necessarily and it wouldn't even be right for me to, but I don't I don't question their sincerity. Um, I often think some of the things that are, that are, especially when it comes to, let me show you how you should protest this, <laughs> from a social media platform, um, and not in a way that, as a critique, not as a, a necessarily an idea. You know, it's kind of slid in as, oh, here's a. But really, it's just a critique, and and that's that to me. You, you lose a lot of people with that, because, um, like I said, it, it it then becomes, you know, those those images of of him, those quotes of him, they provoke something in in a, in a in a black person that probably doesn't provoke in. In, in you and as a guy who's a benefactor of much of that um, it, it, it you know there's things I wouldn't be able to do possibly I wouldn't be able to do that I do now right now sitting across the table from you eating lunch that um, um, but as well as you know the the uh, the opposition and where that opposition came from you know all that all that goes through <laughs> it wasn't peaceful <laughs> you, you know what I mean mm -hmm. right <laughs> that, that's right. that's the kind of nuance there was it really peaceful yeah hoes dogs right murders <laughs> you know John Lewis can't speak right because he got a club upside his head you know, yeah, we just got to be just, just it's, it's, it's delicate. And as you said, the enemy, he just, 
even the most well-meaning things, if, if we're not um, really just super wise, we, we, we could do more harm than good. So you said something earlier about um, not exactly, I'm, I'm just going to totally botch up what you said, but uh, I want to ask you a question about it. You mentioned kind of how hard it is to kind of pick a side or mm. how people are trying to pull you on a side. And personally, I found that very challenging. Mm. You know, you mentioned about kind of amening and appreciating those who are protesting, those who are on the front lines of activism, but yet have a reluctance to like co-sign everything they're doing and saying. And that's exactly the way I felt. And, and I've, I've heard people say it before, people I love, who basically say, either basically you either pick a side or or you, you are evil, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some, somehow that if you're not wholeheartedly opposing, you know, a political party or opposing whatever, then, then mm -hmm. you're evil, you know? And, and mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not trying to, there's no, easy, no, no, there's no easy answer to this, but one of the things that come to mind is that the, where that part of scripture where the Lord met Joshua and kind of like on the, on the road, you know, mm -hmm. he was getting, ready, getting ready to go to like destroy the Assyrians mm -hmm. or something. And Joshua was like, you know, who are you and whose side are you on? Mm -hmm. I'm not on anybody's side. You know, and like, I'm not necessarily saying that's that's in this circumstance. Oh no! But but I, I do recognize that um, God's compassion for every individual and these like kind of mass generalizations that we get away with in America and kind of that the adversary loves um, that that just further hinders what I would seem to be progress. So how do you deal personally with that? Like pull of feeling like you have to choose um one i agree with you that's a scripture that god has used to actually posture me in the midst of all this um it might not have been the joshua example i think he used the gideon example with me it says the gideon when he was about to go to war he looked over he saw a man an angel standing there with his sword drawn and he went over and he asked him hey are, are you with us or are you with them and the angel says I'm with the I'm with the armies of the Lord, and in that moment, God was like, you know, I have a position and a stake in this, and it's not about whether I'm on your team or not. It's what stake do I have in this? Um, that's the general general sense that I got from it, and that speaks to my heart every time I I get to this, and bridles me a lot in my responses to things I see. Um, that said, I, the best way I can put it is my son recently posted a little spoken word piece. He did one when he was a senior. I think the, it wasn't the last time, but when he was a senior in high school, something similar happened. Um, so that's been about four years ago. And did a spoken word piece, which is pretty bold because my son went to private school in a predominantly white Christian school. He played basketball there. It was a blessing. I'm glad he was he went. I'm glad he experienced that. I'm glad he's around the people, a lot of people he's around. Um, and he stood up and did a piece. And then recently he did a piece on his Instagram page. And, you know, after I talked to him, he's like, yeah, this is, this is just what I've been thinking about given all our conversations about this. And typically what our conversations are is we, we, we have to deal with, one, our faith. Then I have to deal with my blackness. 
then I have to deal with my morals and my values and I got to stir all this in a pot and come out with a right response well what God had me do I'm a black man experiences the same thing you experience what should I do for you my morals and values say whoa 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 there's only four, so far in this moment I feel I can go Though I'm not going to just shout you down for what you and and you end up being kind of almost, you know, cancel culture these days. You can get canceled out by both sides, <laughs> uh, which which happened to him with a few people. And uh, and uh, so that that's it. I have to I have to actually go, man. I got to I got to address each part of pieces of this that that I relate to. Uh, injustice seen that I'm from a small rural town in Louisiana everybody lived across the track nobody buys property across the track you're not allowed to buy property across the track nobody's going to give you a loan to buy that property across the track if you can afford it that, that, that's something I grew up in um, and so you know when I, when I see people say oh this doesn't exist anymore I, I kind of understand what they're saying and I'm like eh um, and then to, to, to those who are hurt and outraged, um, I can't not sympathize with them. I, I, I can't. Uh, I can't not have empathy. I can't both lament, I won't even call it an overreaction, but the, the most out there expression of outrage and notice I said lament, <laughs> at the same time lamenting what brought him to that point. And so my, 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 my the, the stance that I end up taking in that is, it, it, could, be, it could be difficult, but thanks to the Lord I land somewhere, and that, that, that particular scenario of scripture usually reads me in, okay, Lord, what's your stake in this? Um, of course, some of these passages have, have been used to downplay, um, and even like the MLK image, like it's mm -hmm. used to downplay the resistance. You know, like the, the public outrage of a group of people, it's like the same, um, what's that, that, there's some um, modern words that people like to use. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, to, when talking about like the essence of a group of people, like there's, no one person can create that. Mm. So, like, for there to hold, for all these kind of this public outrage, like, if there's no other sign that something's wrong, like, it seems like we would, at least the logical person would say, okay, this is something seriously wrong. Um, which I, I agree, like, the lament, I think that's a good statement. And, and I feel like it's, it's, a, it's almost an injustice in and of itself for us to conclude in any kind of, like, 144 to conclude any of this because it's so much more complicated than that. But something I was thinking about last few days, and this may be just another whitewashed perspective to have of this, or there's maybe there's something to it that we should address, but like I've been thinking like how much of the, our frustration is at the systems of America, the racist systems of America. Mm -hmm. And how much is our frustration on both sides of this picture of humanity that has seemingly sided on this case? 
how much of, of our frustration is really at the fall, you know, that is really at the root of all of our error and all of our brokenness. Now, you know, there's, I, I, I wouldn't want to, no, I, you know, like, has that come to mind or is that? Oh, definitely for me. Um, and, and, and that's why I think I, I get, I, I, And this is for me, and this is not a knock on anyone that does, but oftentimes when people ask me how I'm doing, I, I, get, I get this feeling like they, they wonder if I'm an angry black man. No, I'm a very sad, like broken-hearted black man. My first emotion isn't, there are bits and fits based on things I see that may, you know, some anger may rise up in me. The topic that we're talking about or one piece of the topic we're talking about with how people post and, and kind of armchair quarterback things. Yeah, I can, I can get a little frustrated and, and anger at that. But my, my general disposition is lament. That's just what God has me at. It's just like, um, and so... I say all that just to say that, and when I'm in that posture, it's it becomes the human condition. And then at that point, it's 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 all humility before God, because only you can solve this. Now that doesn't mean that I don't express something, that I don't have conversations. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't. There's a there's a yeah. my ultimate hope though. It doesn't mean that there aren't some things that need, some minds that need to be changed. There doesn't mean that there doesn't need to be some to, in my opinion, what laws do and change of mind do is kind of um, um, restrain mm -hmm. sin and the human condition. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. But that's not my ultimate hope. Yeah. And so I... I, I, that, and, well, I and I think that's what's beautiful about social media right now, that you, you see a young man singing a song... I saw that. About how he, I saw that. He's wanting to live. Mm -hmm. Man, there's something, the fabric of like God's voice is like so sewn into his heart. And mm -hmm. what he's saying there. And I, I saw a post of the day from uh, a young man who was reciting the things his mother taught him when leaving the house oh. and how to act <laughs> in, in public. Um, and, so, and so many people are oblivious to it. I think I was telling you earlier about the young lady who publicly posted something that I was in disagreement with. Well, what it was is that she was behind someone who had a sign in the back of the vehicle that said proud black woman or something like that. And, and she was angry at this person because she had to explain to the kids what racism was for mm. a 5 and 12 year old. She, had to, she was angry because she had to explain what racism was to a 5 and 12 year old white children. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I and she said, I don't, I don't want anybody to respond to this. You yeah. know? And I'm like, oh, God, I'm that guy. You know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, willing, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to be unfair for the sake of truth. And so uh, that's, that's what I said, basically. You know, with all due respect, I have friends who have to explain to their children who are your age exactly how to act so they, so they can live that day. And, you know, and you know, to one of my earlier points, you know, like as much as, as, much as I want to believe that 
she's just ignorant and just isn't aware because I believe there's a lot of that going on. Like mm -hmm. a, this, and I think there's a, there's an opportunity for a lot of people really to get woken up by a lot of these posts, a lot of this kind of public conversation. And that's got to be our prayer: is that more of that does happen, and that more people become anti-racist and mm -hmm. racist, and realize that this this reality is real. Uh, part of me wonders, like, is it is it just evidence of their racism? Mm. Is it evidence of the racism that they are choosing not to listen, choosing not to consider someone else, choosing not to be empathetic or sympathetic for somebody of color because they just don't that they've chosen to be racist? Period. You know, and. And, to, and just our current, uh, you know, world's actions of kind of violence and riots. Like sometimes you got to smack somebody upside the yeah. head to get them to like listen to you. You know what I mean? And so like this might be one of those cases where, you know, be it the systems and the people who are in charge of systems now that that this is the this is the the rattling of the cage that can turn turn the tide or at least yeah. that's the hope. I don't think anybody's strategic about that at this point, which makes it a little bit disconcerting. But you know, like. For God's sakes, if, if there's ever going to be a change, at some point somebody's got to put their foot down. At some point, and this is my disgruntledness with America, <laughs> is that it, it's okay to want to be the best country in the world and to pat ourselves on the back for World War II and for whatever the evil that we've snuffed out. I think that's that's admirable to want to be that, but unless you confess and acknowledge your sins, you're gonna you're, they're gonna continue to trip you up all your days, and that's the way I see America now. That you can't you can't step forward. Seeking to be united while not acknowledging the atrocities we've done and that I'm continuing to commit. Yeah, and and, and I'm gonna even go on the other side, and 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 as someone who has relationships in, you know, I won't say evangelical side, but 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 well, yeah, evangelical side. Charismatic white Christians. Just, I, ha I have a number of people that that I, I see what they do. I know what they they say, and there are those, and I'm talking faith based now that that have, you know, held the the rallies to repent. Um, 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 so there's a, there's a remnant of folks out there who have done and are doing doing that. Um, but the vast majority of people have not. Um, they appear, uh, in my opinion, and, and I'm agreeing with you really, is, is to, as you said, whitewash it all. Well, things are better now. Um, and by doing that, you something I learned in the therapy well that I, that I work in for many years, you, you devalue someone's emotions. Um, and that's 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 no one wants their their thoughts to devalue. I mean, like devalued, like that. Eh, I don't have any value right now because things are such 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 such. And that's not everybody's experience. And you just got to be careful with just that broad stroke, as you say, of whitewashing um, everything. Um, you know, as far as being an American, because I am. Um, having this conversation with my dad and may have started it with you before we you know, started recording. I, I have respect for the country I live in. I, I do. Now respect is something different from where my loyalties lie. <laughs> that, that's Christ-centric for me. 
That's why I try to get it to anyway. You know, I'm, I'm like, hold on, am I, am I going too far over here that I'm not with you? Am I too far over here when I'm not you? I'm not conflate that they're one and the same. And I think we get a lot of that going on and we conflate uh, some things to rise up to be in Christ with when they, oftentimes they're not. And that's where we run the danger because then it's easy to whitewash it. It's easy to, especially for the, for the Christian, it's easy to just say, well, you know, it, you know, America, God, well, you know, Christian, were you black and white? Eh. And now we don't deal with, as you say, coming to each other and confessing, as the Bible says, one to another, um, the issues that we have. Um, and so that's the tricky part. I said, I, I, well, I wouldn't even say tricky part. That's just the hard work. Um, and, and most times, and this is oversimplified, it seems like, you know, all you can do is pray, Lord, open our eyes. All of us, just open our eyes. Um, and that's the hope at the end of the day. And I guess I was saying all that to say is that it's sometimes that you, you get to the bottom of what you were just saying, and I, this is also something I said to, to my dad. I was like, Dad, I, I just, as oversimplified as this verse is, the Bible clearly states, and most times I'm, I'm talking at believers, uh, talking with believers, um, is that if anybody tells you he doesn't have sin, he's lying. Let's just start there. Human condition. Call it what you want. Racism, prejudice, just how we treat one another. You can put the name on it that we want to pit. At the end of the day, if we say that, no, we lying. If I say to my wife, oh, I'm doing nothing towards you. And I probably have said it, and she's probably looked at me and going, do you really believe what you read? <laughs> then I have to come back, oh, no, hold on. But, yeah. Um, and I know that also seems like a broad brush. Um, and the thing that, that actually would get me in more trouble is I apply that to my community as well. Um, because if I have to get over there on that side one of the scriptures that comes to mind that I know I'm guilty of lack of understanding my sinful nature just not understanding the magnitude of what it took to get to where I am in this community and still making choices that didn't reflect it's kind of like Paul saying, you know, make choices that reflect that you're in the kingdom, kind of, as a paraphrase. Uh, on, on a very human le level, it's like, make choices that reflect that you understand what the people went through that got you to this point. Um, there's a, there's, a, there's a, uh, a parallel sometimes, and I know it's an off parallel, that God tells the children of Israel, and I don't mean to get too theological, but this is just where my brain works, tells the people of Israel, he says, now when you get into that good land, you're not to be like the people. <laughs> you 
got to be different. I'm calling you to be different. Uh, and oftentimes, and I don't know if it's true, I hadn't received no prophetic word. I'm like, God, did, was that the opportunity that we had to show the oppressor how to do it? Is that what you're really giving us? And I wrestle with that. I, I, I wrestle, or the people in the land that, that were living maybe in, in a godless way, and that's why the parallel is kind of off, but that, that phrase of getting into a, a good place and not becoming the very thing that you mm-hmm. that you were trying to, I, I, that's, that's what a blackness, that's what I have to struggle with. Hey, y'all. Knowing that I fall far short of, of, of that myself, but it's still just one of those things. That's a little convers, you know. That, that could be a little. The whole thing, the whole thing high is like thinking. the whole the whole thing is mysterious and complicated. And like you said earlier, it can't be like painted with a easy no. brushstroke. Like there's no like there's no uh, brushstroke that's gonna no. uh, repair or explain or uh, fix what what's happened. Yeah, you might have to edit that part out because I, I kind of went off on a tangent of thought um, that wasn't really where you were in terms of just dealing with our sin nature. What you said reminded me of, uh, I was at a, a Messianic Jewish church like 15 years ago, and I was leaving, and I, I spoke, I don't know how we got on the topic, I, was, I spoke with an older black man, and um, he mentioned that at the earliest stages of like slavery in America that, um, that, that Christianity was taught to some of their slaves in hopes that it would, <laughs> it would kind of subject them, but they would find it peaceable or whatever, um, which really complicates a Whoa. lot of some of the modern day thinkers who, who, who want to choose something other than the faith. They, they choose to, to think of it as the white man's religion, not mm-hmm. realizing that it was mm-hmm. birthed out of people of color, color mm-hmm. and sustained by people of color in Africa originally. Besides the point, but it, but he he shared that he believed that it was taught to them that because of their situation, they embodied it and lived it and taught it back to them, taught mm-hmm. it back to people who had instructed them. You know, and you know, to, to kind of your, to your point, it's been my experience that I think the black community in America has done a much more beautiful job of being the body, of being united, and being. Charismatic is not the right word, but being um, dependent upon the Lord, being poor in spirit. Um, does that justify someone yeah. making them poor? Absolutely <laughs> not. But uh, it is a beautiful result of this, and that's and I think that's where we have to. That's where we as a people have to follow. You guys lead in this because ultimately, just like MLK has said before, like he didn't, he wasn't doing his ministry. Sure. Yeah. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, no doubt. He just wasn't doing ministry for black people. He's doing for everybody. He that's what he said. The, the sin <laughs> was in all of us, you know. And, and I think that's the thing for me. That was the thing as an early as a young person that, like, that marked him as out of everybody and a person admiring to pursue uh, as a leader, you know. Because um, I, I think that's that's the thinking we have to get to now is that okay, so. Um, I'm really frustrated about the riots, but yet everybody's saying that you shouldn't be frustrated about the riots, that you should look in the bigger picture. Everybody's upset because windows are getting broken, 
and, and that's so evil that the windows are getting broken, but wait a minute, like what else is going on? There's gotta be like a little bit of higher level thinking and saying, okay, so the right is saying this, or, or, or okay, the left wing is saying this. Well, let me think about what the right might be thinking, or let me think about what the left might be thinking, or let me, let me think about what God is thinking, you know, and get on board with, you know, his spirit. And I, and I feel like these current birth pains are a result of movement forward. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people would potentially say regression or just be frustrated about it in general. But uh, like one of our mutual friends posted the other day, like I think I, she said this, I didn't. She was saying that 2020 should be a year to be celebrated. You know, uh, for all the things that are happening, a lot of good is happening. Uh, I'm not quite sure I'm there yet, but I think the sentiment of that is really beautiful because the potential of where, how we can pivot and shift forward are immense. You know, just in the way we talked about today, just like repentance and acknowledgement, and even if there's no public way to change, because I feel like there's some people who are who've been at this for a long time, who've been an activist for a long time, who've watched uh, riots and things happen, mm -hmm. and, and, and are quoting them saying that they all get ready for the committees to get together, and you know what I'm saying, and nothing mm -hmm. changed. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I don't know what it would take to change publicly, uh, and I'm not sure as the body that's necessarily our primary concern. Um, obviously, it is some of our concern because we're right in the middle of it. We're the salt in it. So, you know, maybe it's our influence, not our influence as an outsider source, but uh, our influence as an insider source to it. It's a part of it that's going to help shift it. And maybe that's part of our part of our failure, maybe, as a church, is that we've been living in our little buildings, not necessarily living among the people in a way where we have compassion on those who are lost and bitter and dark uh, and darkened by the evil that's got them trapped because you know Lord knows the adversary keeps so many people at bay mm -hmm. um, by a lot of his broad stroke actions in the world that keep them um, trapped definitely yeah it You know, oftentimes when, you know, when things like 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 this happen, um, one of the other thoughts that goes through my mind is, you know, and, and with with most things, and maybe it's from my profession, but I think it's also just the way I see and read scriptures, and it's it's hard to say these things um, in some circles of. And asking that question, what is God doing, uh, or what's being revealed? Um, I think that is one of the bigger, mm -hmm. bigger pieces. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. what just came to the surface? Right. <laughs> because, because of everybody's reactions, everybody's acting uh, vehemently. You know what I'm saying? That that's like a, that's, been that's, that's like a byproduct of what's been revealed. I love I love your point. I think, <laughs> I think that's exactly what what's happening. Um, in, in the clinical world, we we have this phrase that I kind of use, use the tools you know to kind of teach you. And it's not a perfect analogy, but I just, and this is why I, I just really felt like this was God. He was like, you know, at first to the church and, and then to, to, to the people of the world. It was like, uh, we teach kids um, I guess you could say it's managing your emotions, which is a bad clinical term. 
Um, but that's what it is in a nutshell is feeling how you feel, knowing it's okay to feel how you feel. Um, your feelings are not bad. Um, they don't make you bad. Um, and, and this is general. It may not fit scripturally, but the, the, the thing that you're looking for is a person that knows how to respond, not just a person that knows how to react. To your feelings will delegate have made you react in a certain way. You just you feel it and then you you go use, you go, you go, you go hit, you run away, get angry at your parents, throw stuff at them. Um, um, or you you harm self, close off. So it doesn't have to always be outwardly, it could be inwardly. Um, but what we want to teach you is how to respond. When you have a feeling, how to state that feeling, um, so that you can feel heard, and so forth and so on. And so I'm not necessarily critiquing anyone, but that was just like, for the believer, for me, it was like, you know, how are you responding? You got a lot of reactions. Yeah, a lot of people reacting. Um, and, and, and God's like, how do you respond? Um, I was, I was... I just felt the fear of the Lord on one scripture. I posted this the other day, just came to us in mind, and the hearts of many will grow. That those scriptures have been quoted for years, but they've just been highlighted for the last two years for me. Hearts of many will grow cold. And it was just in a minute when I was about to post one of those posts that you and I were like, no, you need to save that, don't post that. And it was like, man, that bottles my tongue because in a moment like this, God's weighing hearts. That's what that verse says to me. It's like, how do you know they're cold, Lord? Because I'm and miss the pandemic, war stuff, tension between people, hearts are going to grow cold. That, it just it just jolted me like, oh, how we respond matters to him. Um, more than our opinion, at some, it, it appears. <laughs> or maybe we, maybe we have better opinions if we, if our hearts are, 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 are open to, to, hold space in pain you know, how do we as a church hold space in pain how do, how do we give people like be that that buffer that they can just uh, going back to my clinical days it was like he, as an instructor in a wilderness program if a kid had a meltdown you had to be willing to stand there keep him safe and let him express his pain till you could show him a better way and at the same time, hear through his actions and see his pain. And there were probably going to be some natural consequences to his action. Hey, man, because you did this, we got to do this. Got to put you on a watch. We got to, you know, can't leave my eyesight now. You know, some, there's some things I got to do. But ultimately, I got to come back to. But in all of that, I saw you trying to say this. Can we talk about that? And most kids would sit down and go, you're not mad at me? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily approve of what you just did, but I want to get to the bottom of what your pain is so I can try to help you not do that again. And, and oftentimes I just, I just lean into that and, um, and how God kind of, it's, it's and, and watch the church world kind of, that's why I lament. I don't. It doesn't even strike up angels like. How, 
you know. Um, so if if um, you were to formulate a short prayer for hmm. this situation, all of us, what, what would it be? Hmm. I mean, without praying it and just stating it, it would, it would, it would, it would be. Well, the practical things are just, Father, I just, just, just want to thank you, and I thank you for the conversation. Um, it's actually helped me better understand my own thoughts, my own heart, and uh, thank you for Jason and his willingness to just listen and reflect back and give perspective. And, and ask the questions maybe I'm not even asking myself as I think about these things. So I, I thank you for that. Uh, in this moment, I just want to ask for your continued guidance in, one, restraining my, uh, my tongue, uh, my responses, um, and being willing to continue to seek out and just give the courage, one, to be willing to seek out and have personal conversations and, um, and though I have my thoughts help me to hear the other side um, as well um, I, I, I ask you to help us guard our hearts because in this moment I, I sense that you're weighing us and uh, with that we need your help we need you to fill us with your love and I know it sounds like a generic prayer but we really need you to fill us with your love Though we see the trials and we lament the trials and we, we, we see the, the crisis that's going on, um, that you help us to better respond than simply react. That's my prayer primarily for the church, but um, if you would move upon the hearts of those who, who may not believe what I believe or hold you as high as, as I would say I hold you, but that hold you as their Lord and Savior um, that you would break in um, I do believe you hear the cries um, I do believe you, you, you see the crisis and hear the cries so help us to move as you would move help us to be your hands, feet and ears in this moment